Hello, I am Dr. Dao Xinli, Department Chair for the Doctorate Degree Program at Yosan University of Traditional Chinese Medicine. And I'm James Skoyan, Senior Faculty for the Doctorate Degree Program at Yosan University. Please join us as we explore acupuncture points and their clinical applications. Hello, everyone. Looking forward to spending some time with you today. Today, we are going to go through a cluster of points of bladder 36 to bladder 41. And with me, Jim. Hi, Jim. Hi, Dal. How are you today? I'm doing very well. Um, it's a beautiful, sunny day in California. You cannot um, get better than this. Of course, we get our pollution, but um, besides that, I think um, we can go for the sunny day. Um, let us begin. Um, we got a few very interesting points, and let's um, um, uh, just dive in. Um, the, first point, the first point is bladder 36, Chen Hu. This point is obviously a frequently used uh, point, especially since it's right in the, in the uh, Sitzbong area. Uh, so basically, Chen Hu, Chen means to support. Fu also means to support. And uh, so the name of this point is located in a location that is supporting our body. And in essence, is really supporting um, the buttock area and to support uh, the lower limb, the weight of the lower limb and the body. So that's what it really means. It's a supporting point. It's a supporting point. Um, and um, this point uh, came out of Zhenjiu um, Jiaijing, and there are different, uh, basically different names for this point, such as Lo uh, Xi, such as Yingguan, such as Pi Bu, and Fu uh, Chen. Uh, uh, so there is definitely other names for this uh, point. Um, how would you locate this point, Jim? I'm locating bladder 36 in the middle of the transverse gluteal fold, and that, of course, is on the trajectory of the bladder channel, so starting even in the, the back of the knee with bladder 40, and then visualizing or uh, projecting the bladder channel all the way into the gluteal fold, where the gluteal fold and that bladder channel meet. I do have a question for you. Yes, there are situations where there is no gluteal fold. When somebody just don't have a gluteal fold in that area, how would you locate that? That's one. Second of all, how about the people who actually do have a gluteal fold, but they might be overweight and where the gluteal fold actually hangs down? How would you address both of these issues? Hmm, I'm, I haven't considered that complication there, but basically I would, in considering now, uh, palpate and or look at the posterior thigh and where the posterior thigh ends and where the buttocks is formed by the gluteal muscles, I would uh, go to that junction. In other words, where the gluteal muscles uh, connect to the transverse uh, uh, or to the posterior thigh. Now, if there is this case of a very obese person, then I would have to palpate more deeply to feel the larger gluteus maximus and where it meets the posterior thigh. Great, yeah, because I've seen both situations in my life. The first situation, obviously, in uh, uh, when I was doing my residency in China, uh, where uh, there are a few very, very, very slender people 
where that you literally don't even have a buttock. Uh, in a sense that you just don't see as much of a crease. And then this country where we have just massively uh, obese patient, where the uh, uh, the gluteal fold is actually folded over. So I've seen both. And some of these situations, I think it was uh, very hard for me to actually locate this point. I almost literally had to palpate deeper into anatomical structure. Yeah. So I, I thought I'd uh, you know, discuss with you about that. Sure. Um, as action goes, uh, this point, Chen uh, Hu, has the uh, basically the action of interesting enough, it's very good for constipation. It opens up the bowel movements, gets rid of hemorrhoids, uh, activate tendon and collaterals. Uh, so for localized, uh, useful localized channel congestion and stagnation. Uh, very good for lower back and knee issues. Um, so it's um, basically this point is in the middle between the lower back buttock area and also going down the lower limb. So in some ways, it's like a transitional point. Um, so action-wise, it's very good for both referral and uh, referring pains on both sides um, of the equation. Uh, how, how, how would you use this point for, uh, Jim? Well, I tend to use it for local purposes, pain in the gluteal area and on the posterior thigh. I was interested to hear about the indication for constipation. I wasn't aware of that indication. Yeah, I, I do want to share with you <clears throat> in a lot of texts, uh, acupuncture texts in the Chinese uh, versions, it really talk a lot about hemorrhoids, hemorrhoid bleeding and constipation. Um, and it's also useful. I mean, we commonly use for local, you know, sit bone yeah. and buttock pain. But over there, they use actually this for back pain, lumbago, sciatica. Uh, these use for polio, uh, sequela yeah. of polio. Uh, they use this, um, you know, for a lot of these uh, conditions. They even have used for urinary retention issues and even to a point of kidney infections and kidney um, uh, inflammations. Uh, so quite a bit, very interesting, but yes, you're totally yes. right. I'm, I'm very interested in that constipation thing that you can actually use this point. Yeah. I, w- I would imagine because, you know, if we are treating from the backside and we're treating, a lot of time we just go straight to da chang su yeah. and all those back su point. But this is uh, give a little variety in, in yeah. um, how we can manage this yeah. um, constipation yeah. issue. Yeah. Bladder 25 dot chang su. Yeah, very yeah. good. All right, so let's uh, <clears throat> go to point combination. Uh, bladder 36 cheng hu can be combined with a lot of different points, especially local acid points um, for a lot of localized sciatica pains. Um, but if you're going to use it to treat for constipation, you usually want to combine actually with bladder 57, and that's very good in clearing heat and helping to move the bowel. Uh, for the treatment of lower back pain, you can combine with bladder 23, 25, do 4, those kind of points. And uh, obviously for lower limb paralysis, you can combine bladder 23 as well. You can combine gallbladder 34, stomach 36, even bladder 40 and spleen 6 uh, type of point for mm-hmm. lower extremity paralysis. Um, Jim, how would you treat, how would you needle this point? I generally needle this one perpendicularly, uh, starting at a depth of one sun and proceeding on to two sun, depending on the, of course, anatomy, the size of the structures, the muscles, and so forth. 
In other words, on a patient with thin, uh, a thin thigh and buttocks area, not very deep ones, so and then someone which is a little more corpulent, then two, up to two soon. Um, interestingly, uh, there's some uh, texts that talk about how you really want to, if you're treating any kind of low extremity paralysis situation, you want to needle toward the foot area um, and also you want to actually get some referring pain toward the foot and that gets the best result uh, obviously this point also is moxa um, moxellable is there such term moxellable <laughs> no, I, I, also, well, I just made one up okay so you can moxa this point and then um, in the classics uh, the very very first thing you talk about in zhenjiu jiaijing is that it's useful hemorrhoids um, and uh, you can use that with uh, bladder 40 and bladder 57. Uh, it's also useful sciatica. It's use, useful when there's movement of uh, blood and heat type of pain. Uh, fistula in the anal, anal area, rectum area. Um, Tong and Sushi talk about how this is, can be used for urinary uh, hesitations. Um, and let me see, uh, typing, Sen Kui Huang actually go even further, talk about this can be treated five different types of hemorrhoids. It can be used for when there's fresh bleeding, when there's occult blood, when there's swelling, when there's heat, and when there's difficulty bowel movement, and when there's a urinary retention. All, all those things that this point is very, very good for. Um, so that's one of the classics and interesting in the research. In research, in the animal research, it shows that uh, needling this point in an animal can actually um, reduce clotting time. Huh. So it, it has a hemostatic function as well as prevention of bleeding. Um, it also, by needling this in an animal um, study, it shows that there is increased nitrogen content in the brain cavity and give a short-term stimulation phase for the brain activities. Interesting enough, it, on the other side, it um, also um, has actually uh, with, uh, with electroacupuncture uh, needling of this point in animal study, we can actually see that it actually improves and increases contraction of a bladder, also increases urinary function. And, um, and it also has known that, interesting enough, the first 30 minutes of the point needling, you don't see as much of this internal effect. But if you needle and if you keep at it and do electroacupuncture, 30 to 60 minutes you start to see that internal effect start to become apparent. Fascinating. Some of these research are fascinating. Yes, Obviously, yes. these are animal studies. So, yeah. So I, I, I don't know, you know, to uh, to to put any kind of um, kind of thought to it, but it's good thought to look at. Sure. Um, anything else you want to add to this um, beautiful point? No, I think that was very interesting. I heard a few indications I wasn't aware of, including the constipation. But uh, let's go on to bladder 37. Uh, bladder 37 is uh, imen. Of course, this is a point just uh, a little bit below Tsenhu uh, here, uh, going down the channel here. Um, imen is, um, originates from Zhenzhou Jia Yijin. 
In means thick, deep, formal. Ben means gay, and it's basically <clears throat> it means this is a thick area. It's a gate to thickness. Well,、uh, the location of this point is right on our、uh, back side of our thigh, our our thigh. So this is a place where localized the muscle is very thick. Um, it's a very strong point of the foot, Taiyang channel, and so we call this、uh, inman. In also can means wealth, and can also means in the middle. So in some way, this point is、um, kind of like in the middle, the posterior aspect of thigh, and there's a lot of muscle strength there. So I think this is what it means by、um, the name. The name is trying to describe、uh, the fullness of the muscle. This point、um, again, Zhen Jiu Jia Yijin is where the point is originated.、Um, so Jim, how would you locate this point? Letter thirty-seven is, is located on the posterior midline of the thigh, on the connecting line between bladder thirty-six and bladder forty, and it's described as sixteen sun distal to bladder thirty-six.、Uh, the distance between bladder thirty-six and bladder forty is fourteen sun. So we're dividing it into proportions and identifying six sun distal to bladder thirty-six for this point, bladder thirty-seven. Now. You're talking about the posterior midline, so the connecting of bladder thirty six to bladder forty. Yes. Have you ever Have you ever heard of um, um, a teacher of mine actually prefer to actually go for the connecting line between bladder thirty six and bladder thirty nine? Now I know that、mm-hmm. doesn't that doesn't work in what we study, but this is just an experiential situation. Have you ever tried that before? Well, I can easily understand that someone had that opinion, and I have no problem with that. I also am aware that many will simply palpate in that area for the tender point or the active point, defined sometimes also based upon the texture, what's one feeling, and needling that area. So I, I think that's okay in terms of. Practical point location. I think it's useful to consider a standardization of the point location. Then the practitioner can adapt to that based upon his or her experience in palpating, and of course,、uh, matching it with theoretic、uh, therapeutic effect. And I do want to mention in the、uh, ancient texts of Zhenjiu Dacen,、uh, it's actually not ancient. Zhenjiu Dacen is actually more, shall I say, contemporary. It actually talk about how this point is actually supposed to be three trim below Chen Hu, so there's another saying about this point. And then Zhen Jiu Ji Chen talk about how it's five point three trim below it. Okay. I don't know how I don't know how anybody come up with five point three trim, but <laughs> it is. Um, um, this is what's written in the text. I have a feeling it might be a typo. Well,、no, I don't again, know. I don't know. You what could also. It might be two hairs past the freckle. I don't know, but I think we'll standardize <laughs> it for our purposes as being、uh-huh. six on below. Have you ever seen that the distance between bladder thirty six and、uh, bladder forty is more than fourteen trun or less than fourteen trun? I mean, that's what we taught in school. But do any? I mean, do you actually measure the fourteen trun now, or you just go ahead? And、well, just major six again.、Uh, I, I generally take the half point of that distance, which would be seven sun in both directions, and、uh, visually palpate another sun up to locate that point for practical purposes. 
Now, uh, we'll get to the indications, but I'm using this point primarily uh, in cases, or my, yeah, primarily in cases where there's a, a posterior sciatic um, um, uh, radiation, uh, especially on the lower leg, but I'm palpating that area for the tenderness that often accompanies that type of nerve irritation. So I would say and, halving mm-hmm. the distance and visually going one sit up through palpate confirming. Thank you, Jim. And I, you know, as we were talking about that, since it's located in the, in the posterior thigh area, the action obviously is the first thing is that it really soothes the tendons and activate collaterals. It's very good in soothing and getting rid of spasm. I think that's going to be the number one thing. Very good for spasm, very good for neuralgia in that area, um, and uh, very good in, uh, you know, uh, opening and regulating the uh, channel chi of Taiyang for Taiyang channel. Uh, frequently used for lumbar and fly issues. Um, so um, it's, uh, it, it's, I would want to use two words to say about the characteristic of this point. One is tong, means to open up. And the other one is xie, to purge. I think open and purge probably describe this point extremely well. Okay. Um, what are some of the primary indications, Jim, that you would use for? I would agree with those you mentioned. I'll focus, especially, I'll simplify and say posterior thigh pain, especially that related to a low back, buttocks uh, projection or radiation. And that includes a sciatic pattern, sciatic nerve pattern. I would agree with you. It's a main point for sciatica. I would also want to add one more thing. It's also a main point for um, a polio, post, uh, post-polio mm-hmm. sequela. Uh, that's, uh, they use quite a bit of this point in, in China for the treatment in children. Um, point combination. Uh, that's, uh, we can combine this point with stomach 36 to strengthen the uh, leg and uh, um, spine. Uh, disperse wind and get rid of damp and use for lower, lower uh, limb um, uh, atrophy and uh, um, uh, numbness. We can also combine with bladder 23, um, bladder 40 to treat back pain. We can also combine with bladder 40, bladder 60, stomach 36 for sciatica. Uh, so these are some of the very common combinations. And how would you needle this point? I'm generally needing this one son to two son deep, and that's with a perpendicular direction. And uh, have you ever needle in directions toward the buttock or toward bladder 40? Have you ever thought about using that for different purposes? I've certainly thought that. But with this point, I generally will needle perpendicularly and or if it is a deviation that it's more oblique in different directions. For example, if there's um, tension in the muscle at that area, I might direct the needle in different directions. But generally, not to treat specifically buttocks or knee pain if you're going proximal distal, more to treat a local area issue. How, how about you? Um, you know what? I just do perpendicular. Uh, okay. But I have seen my teachers done it in both ways. Um, her idea is that if you are treating sciatica problems, mm-hmm. you want to force upward. You want to point upward. You got, if you're treating 
thigh pain going down below this point, then you want to chase afterwards. So you basically want to point toward the foot, toward bladder 40. Now this point is you can definitely max out this point. And, uh, and in the classics, Zhenjiu uh, Jiaijin talk about this is really good for back pain. Tong uh, Nen talk about this is very good for um, also uh, back pain. And uh, as well as when there's heavy bruising in the thigh area. Zhenjiu Dacen talk about how the back is so stiff, you can even lie down because there's so much pain. You can definitely uh, 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 use this point. Interesting enough, it's also talk about how this point can be used for toxic poisonous and evil blood, especially in uh, um, thigh. If you see bruising, if you see this very dark, very bad color, you can try to even, um, you can try to uh, stimulate heart and try to get the body to purge uh, these bad uh, clotted blood out. And so uh, that's what um, the classic has talked about. And in the research, uh, in the modern, in some of the animal research, doing electro acupuncture, um, there is some interesting process that look at what it does to amyloid plaque in the brain. Oh, um, it shows that it actually uh, shrinks and reduces these animal pla- the the uh, amyloid plaque in these animal brain. And actually regulates and increases brain function. Interesting. I don't know if that, you know, maybe we are hitting something on dementia situations and that kind of situation. Maybe we can look at that. The other research have shown that this point combined with Fei Su. Fei Su is, uh, I believe, bladder 23, um, can be used to um, relieve uh, bronchial asthma. Bronchial asthma. So, um, bladder 13, fascia, which yeah. Oh, sorry, not bladder no, 23, 13, yeah. bladder 13. Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. yeah. Interesting point. I never thought about this point. It's opening, it's purging, giving the bad blood. I mean, that makes sense if you have plaque building up in the brain, and yeah. since this is so close to some of the major arteries, um, it. Definitely going to change circulatory pattern. Yeah, interesting concept. Yeah. yeah. Well, are you ready? That's um, I'm all set to go to bladder okay. thirty-nine. Bladder thirty-eight. I think you're jumping a little ahead. Yes, I'm, um, ex- I'm excited. Bladder, it's okay. You're overly excited <laughs> over as the, usual. Yes, over Always. Uh, bladder thirty-eight. Um, it's fu uh, xi. Fu means to float. And she means hole, and fushi means this is where the chi of the channel flows downward and goes into the hole. And so, obviously, it means that this point probably has some kind of depression. And uh, so, um, it denotes uh, the name. The, the, this is an interesting name of uh, this point and uh, is used for a lot of different conditions. It originates from Zhen Jiu Jia Jing. And it says in Zhen Jiu Jia Jing, it's like people who are having difficulty lying down. Um, and uh, it's really good for these kind of conditions. So let's explore this uh, point more. So, Jim, how would you uh, locate this point? Bladder 38 would be medial to the tendon of the biceps femoris, 
uh, and is approximately one son uh, proximal to bladder 39, which is at the level of the popliteal fossa, level with bladder 40, if you will. So it's on the uh, outside of the posterior thigh, if you will, but medial to the tendon of the biceps muscle, biceps femoris muscle. I would presume that you're needling, and we can talk about this yes. a little bit later. But the positioning of the palpation, would you put pillows underneath the ankle? Um, it, it's a little bit depending on what I'm treating. If the patient is in a seated position, I just want them seated a little bit uh, away from the backrest or in a position where I can get to the knee. That's when I. That's where I would do it the most. Or if I was you, in that case, I, I'll, I'll give a hint at my application. I, I use this one for elbow pain around the small intestine channel, related, of course, to the foot tayang channel, the hand tayang. And I'm usually, I'm thinking about uh, discomfort and pain around the triceps insertion on the medial side. So, and but if I was using it for a local application, I might needle it uh, with the patient lying prone, and then I. I would just uh, have them, uh, I'd have a pillow under their foot so that there's less tension on that tendon. Well, there's also a uh, discussion about how this point, um, there's a text that talk about how it's uh, above uh, Wei Yang and Tu Chun mm-hmm. instead of just one thumb uh, breath. Uh, so I thought I'd point that out. Yeah. Uh, as action goes, this point is mainly used to soothe the tendon, opening up the collaterals. I think that's the number one, number one action. The second action, since the foot Taiyang gallbladder uh, channel is going downward through this point and it's going to be going into the next point, which is Wei Yang. So there is the smooth flowing kind of point. So it's very good to facilitate the flow of the channel qi. So especially when we are, ta- we are getting closer to the bladder 39 through 40, these are all very good for dampy points. Now, because of that, this point, uh, it's it's uh, when you talk about Fu Xi, Xi as you know, C cleft point. You heard of C cleft point. Yes. It's for a lot of acute issues. So this point can really use for acute spasms, um, use for intestinal heat, constipation, um, yeah, uh, bowel movement retention, heat in a you know, heat in a urine when you pee and if the urine is really hot. Um, and uh, so these are kind of things, interesting acute conditions, this point uh, can also be useful in a sense in action-wise. Mm. So how would you use this point, Jim? Well, first of all, I'll underline or note those organ-specific actions. Those are interesting ones I wasn't aware of. I'm generally using this as a local point for knee pain on the bladder channel and or elbow pain, as I mentioned above, on the small intestine channel due to the relationship of the foot taiyang, once again, and the hand taiyang, and uh, the relationship between anatomical structures for treatment, uh, the knee uh, and the elbow. Yeah, I do have to agree with you. Uh, traditionally, this point is used a lot for gastric intestinal issues, lower limb issues for vomiting, diarrhea, constipation, spasms, um, urinary uh, infections. Um, so it's a very, it's actually becoming very popular in treating some of these, um, you know, internal medicine conditions um, um, in this uh, century. 
Uh, but anyway, so let's moving on to point combination. You can combine with bladder 57 and bladder 60 to treat any kind of limb, a spasm, numbness, and tingling. You can combine with uh, lung 5 as well as stomach, Sanjushi stomach 37 to actually regulate stomach, help with indigestion, use for ac- any kind of acute intestinal infections or gastritis. You can also combine with bladder 57 only, of course, to treat spasms of the leg. Um, and for knee joint issue, I think, Jim, you just talked about earlier, combine with bladder 40, combine with RC point, yang nin chen, yin nin chen, gallbladder 34, um, uh, spleen uh, 9, yang chiu, uh, stomach, sir, stomach, Stomach 34, um, you can use uh, some of these points combined to treat uh, knee swelling and joint issues. So how would you needle this point? Uh, perpendicularly, 1 sun to 1.5 sun, generally more in the 1 sun uh, direction or level. Great. And uh, um, the classics uh, you know, describe a lot about how this point can be used for any kind of tendon spasm in that area, used for abdominal heat, constipation, heart stool, useful cholera, useful intestinal heat, and useful um, urinary heat as well as just heart stool. Uh, so, Neijin um, Tui talk about how this is very good for pelvis, bladder issues. Interesting use uh, for bladder issue because a lot of time we go straight to bladder 40. We never consider this point. Um, mm-hmm. Interesting. I, I would like to try this point more when I uh, get a use on it. Uh, that's all I have to talk about in this okay. point. Good. Well, let's go to bladder 39. All right, bladder 39. This is actually, now we are getting really into these bladder 39, bladder 40, these two pair points, really quite commonly used. So bladder 39, Wei Yang. Uh, Wei actually means bend. Uh, and and uh, Yang means uh, is in a Yang portion of body. Uh, Wei means bend knee. You know, it's a bend knee area. There's a crease, it's bending. So it describes location quite well, quite well. Um, very useful point, very commonly used. Uh, so, Jim, how, uh, by the way, oh, uh, this point also, um, interesting enough, was discussed and originated from Huangdi Neijin Lin Su. Talk about how you can focus on using this point to treat any kind of spasm and stiffness of the knee. So, how would you uh, locate this point, Jim? Well, I would locate it medial to the tendon of the biceps femoris muscle, lateral to bladder 40 on the transverse crease of the popliteal fossa. In, in the most cases, the knee is slightly flexed at the knee joint. So uh, that's where I would locate the point. Very good, and thank you. And uh, as we know, Wei Yang point, bladder 39, is the lower Hersey point of the San Jiao. Um, and um, it has an action of soothing the tendon, um, opening up and get rid of penetrate and get rid of water dampness, opens up the sanjo, uh, you know, opens up the waterway, benefits the uh, bladder, um, and uh, and it's known to treat a lot of sanjo issues. You know, the question I might have is this. Why is, how is this uh, point as a foot 
bladder channel. How is this connected? And why is this point as a lower Hersey point of the sun gel? Why couldn't be other points be the lower Hersey point of sun gel? Do you have any thought to this? No, I could just uh, say the obvious that, of course, it's on the bladder channel, which has to do with the water function, storing and excreting the urine, if only. But I couldn't tell you more in terms of why this point is supposed to bladder 38, for example. How about you? No, to me, you? I mean, to me, if you're talking about just the lower, I mean, if you're talking about just opening the waterway and then, then the bladder, the benefit in bladder, then you're talking about basically a lower jowl issue. Why don't we mm-hmm. just call this the lower Hersey point of the lower jowl instead of, say, sun jowl? Maybe mm-hmm. we need to create the lower Hersey point of the upper jowl, the middle jowl, and the lower jowl and create all three different points for that. Okay, go ahead and start. I'll listen. I don't know, Jim. I'm just a little nuts on these yes, kind of things. Yes, I've noticed that, yes. Yeah, it's, yeah. As usual. But uh, how, what, would you, uh, what are some of the primary indication you would use uh, for, with this point? Well, because you, you gave this interesting question, I'm going to give you uh, two answers to this. One answer is uh, I'm using it as a lower Hussey point for the Sanjiao for primarily urinary problems, dysuria, stranguria, different types of complaints related to micturation. But I also think of this one when there's edema, especially of the lower extremities, but in a general sense related to Sanjiao, and of course the local application. So those are all what I would like to point out as primary indications. But I, I want to mention something. I need just a, a little bit of time to explain this. Uh, I have to tell a quick story if it's relevant here. Uh, I've been associated with teaching clinics for a long, long time in different situations, different places. And there was uh, one clinical situation oh, about 30 years ago where I was teaching in a uh, teaching clinic again and was responsible for 20 different interns. And I was... It wasn't possible for me to be in all rooms at the same time. So with the advanced interns, I would basically have them discuss the case quickly in the hallway and say, go do this. Yes, this is a good idea. Go treat this. So the end of the story is near. Uh, One time a a student came and said, this patient's got a, a large intestine shoulder problem. So I told them to do point A. And when I went into the room and checked, the needle was not in point A. It happened to be in stomach 37, which is the lower Hussey point for large intestine. And I asked the patient, how's the shoulder now after that needle was needled, uh, punctured? And the shoulder said, it was amazing. The shoulder pain went away with stomach 37. And so I, th- I told a student a little while later to needle stomach 39 for small intestine neck pain. And eventually Sanjiao, lower Hussey point, bladder 39 for Sanjiao shoulder pain. So what I came about by accident is that the lower Hussey points are not just for organ problems, as often stated in basic tests, but even for the channel related to them. Uh, so I use the bladder 39 for Sanjiao shoulder pain, and bladder 40, of course, is for back pain related bladder channel. Gallbladder 34 is also for certain channel problems, the gallbladder, for example, in the hypochondric and flank area. So uh, that's what I wanted to add. So in addition to the organ-specific indications that we talked about, urinary problems, etc., and local applications by the knee, I'll use this one quite often for a Sanjiao shoulder problem. That That's is interesting. the end of my story.
Hmm. So if you have a bladder 39 and bladder 40, both points, so to treat shoulder problem, you would use bladder 39 over bladder 40. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying I, in experimenting with it, it to prove to be quite useful for Sanjiao shoulder problems. Bladder 40, of course, I would use for back problems related to bladder channel. And how would you define a Sanjiao shoulder problem? Oh, that's not a hard one. That usually involves a problem related to the supraspinatus muscle where the patient has pain on abduction on the posterior and lateral aspect of the shoulder. And so when they have the pain in that area, I've seen that Sanjiao lower Hussey point, bladder 39 can be quite useful. Thank you, Jim. I'm and, learning a lot from you tonight. And, well, Amazing. no, I learned, I learned that from a student who didn't listen to what I said the first time. Well, then maybe we should encourage our students not to listen to us too Or much. tell them the wrong point and see what happens. No, we won't do that today. <laughs> okay, so um, very commonly combined point uh, with many other points for different things. Bladder 39 has known to combine with bladder 38 and bladder 37. And even spleen 3 uh, for the treatment of strengthening spleen, penetrating dam. Uh, getting rid of lum, uh, lumbago back pains. Uh, bladder 39 can combine with spleen 6, bladder uh, 60 to also treat uh, kidney um, infections as well as urinary uh, dysuria uh, issues. Um, and bladder 39 can combine with bladder 40, gallbladder 34, spleen 6, I mean spleen 9, I apologize, spleen 9. As well as some Dubi point and Shuihai, which is spleen 10 point, and uh, Liangqiu stomach 34 to treat um, just an overall uh, knee joint um, arthritis uh, issues. Uh, for dysuria, we can also use uh, combined with CB2 as well as spleen 6. Um, so, and also we can combine with uh, gallbladder 34, um, bladder uh, 40. Um, as well as uh, bladder 60 to 3, lower extremity numbness and paralysis. So these are just some of the combination. How would you needle this point? Uh, perpendicularly 1 to 1.5 chun deep. Um, I don't usually go to 1.5 chun. Um, usually, I, especially for also for students, I usually ask them to first start with 0.5 to 1 chun, and as they become much more experienced, I let them go to 1.5. Mm -hmm. uh, and the reason being because there's uh, a lot of blood vessels there, and uh, that goes through that area. I just don't want it uh, to create any kind of damage as the students are uh, doing that. Uh, you can also max out this point. And in the classics, Wang Dinajin talk about how for a Sanjiao disease, Whenever you have some gel disease, your abdomen is full, your pelvis is hard, you cannot go pee, and you are anxious, and it's distended. And so it basically is talking about urinary retention here. So um, this is actually considered to be a sun gel disease. And Zhen Zhu Jai Jin talk about that even that, even when your chest are full, and, uh, and at the same time, when you have uh, prostate so enlarged where that you just couldn't pee, is blocked, uh, this would be a very good emergency point to help to get things flowing. Um, 
and the tonen ah、uh, sushi. Talk about this point can be used for paralysis, can be used for、uh, urinary infection, and 针灸大臣 talk about how interesting enough that this point can be used for underarm lymphatic swelling and pain and chest fullness issues.、Um, interesting what、uh, some of the classics talk about. So that's what I have for this point. Very good. Got anything to add at this point before we go to the gigantic point? Well, I, in in advance, I'd like you to consider answering this question: How would you differentiate between bladder thirty nine and bladder forty、uh, in terms of their effect on fluid movement, water problems, water pathologies, etc.? And I'll just that was leave- going to me. That was going to be my question to you, Jim. Well, that's why I got it before you asked me. Ah. <sighs> God, so now, when you get ready,、right, uh, so after you start with bladder forty, then I can take a nap while you proceed with the answer. Ah,、uh, thank you very much. I know you love your nap. Now let's talk about bladder forty, Wei Zhong.、Uh, as you know, Wei Zhong is one of the most common and commonly used point,、um, and is used for a lot of different、uh, situations.、Uh, the name Wei means bending. This is a place where it can become vulnerable and it bends. Zhong is means in the middle. So it basically describes the location of this point.、Um, so Jim, how would you?、Uh, well, actually, before you locate this point, the the other there are other names for this point.、Uh, you can also call it Wei Zhongyang or Xi、uh, Zhong.、Uh, basically, it's coming out of Huangdi Neijing Lin Su Ben Su.、Uh, talk about how this point is、uh, so useful and and so helpful. So how would you、uh, locate this point, now, Jim? Bladder forty, right in the well. When I'm needling it, I'm needling in the middle of the transverse crease of the popliteal fossa between the tendons of the biceps femoris and the semitendinosus muscles. In other words, in the middle of the popliteal fossa. If I'm needling it for bleeding purposes, then I'm looking for the the visible vein in the area of that middle point and bleeding that. So do you see the difference for me is if I'm needling and going in the middle and when it's a bleeding method, I'm going after the visible vein, which is not always in the middle. If you are not bleeding, would you still needle and direct it toward the vein? Not necessarily. Not the visible vein, no. Okay. All right, so let's talk about the action. Interesting. I mean, this point is just so many characteristics to this point. First of all,、uh, this is the Hersey point for the foot tian bladder channel.、Um, interesting. This is also what we call the bladder lower Hersey point, which I don't know what it means. Maybe you can share some light there.、Oh. And then, uh,、um, and uh, this is a in the five elements. This is an earth point. And is one of the four main points that's used in the body. So, Jim, I, I I was trying to figure out what the heck is a lower Hersey point. I mean, we already have a Hersey point for the bladder. Why do we need another lower Hersey point for the bladder? Well, there's two different models of point selection. If you look at them that way, one suggesting 
common actions of Hussey points, for example, indications out of the Nanjing classical, classical texts for certain indications, like heaviness of the body, for example. And then there's another model uh, coming out of a classical source on a group of points, six in number, called lower Hussey points. And these relate to Fu organs in the body, as we know the Sanjiao lower Hussey point is bladder 39 that treats the Sanjiao, a yang organ or a Fu organ, the bladder 40 treating the bladder, a yang or Fu organ, etc. So that's a brief explanation. Two different models of looking at points. Very interesting. I think you just um, differentiated these two points very nicely for us, but we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, as action goes, this point is being used for suit tendons, activate collaterals, um, purchase heat, clear summer heat. It's a great, great summer heat point. Cools the blood, detoxify, get rid of toxins. Um, These are some of the most useful action. And also it disperses wind damp. So, you know, for arthritis kind of situation, that is um, uh, very, uh, very, very useful. Um, and uh, I, I think this is just some, I mean, there's just so many things. Sometimes this point, Wei Zong Xie, is also called it Xue Xi. Xue Xi means uh, this is where the blood is very deeply hidden. So it can you can use this point for any kind of blood heat, toxic heat, and skin conditions. Um, and since it's a bladder lower, her C point can be used for any kind of irregularity in urination. Um, and uh, obviously, you can use this for local issues. And, and so these are just some of the actions. And uh, oh, it's also since that it's in the foot, um, it's in the foot uh, um, uh, bladder uh, channel, they can treat where the bladder channel trans- transverses. And that including the head area, so mm-hmm. it's useful any kind of head uh, turbidity or headache issues. Um, so these are just some of the things for action-wise. What are some of the primary indications, uh, Jim? Well, I think some of those that you mentioned were interesting. I'll mention again one or two of them, but I'll focus on low back pain, a main indication, of course. Maybe we could talk more about that if we need to. And then urinary problems as well various uh, complaints related to urination. Also, a mention, I don't know if I heard it there from you, fever, maybe in relationship to summer heat or other sources of fever or temperature increase. Skin conditions, I'll mention again, and that summer heat pattern where there's either a, a diarrhea or a dysuria along with fever and other symptoms. So those are the indications I would mention. Great, and I would I would add on to it that commonly you can use this for uh, sciatica, you can use for uh, uh, knee problems and local uh, tendon muscular issues. You can actually, you, I think you talked about earlier for shoulder pains, feverish condition of shoulder, uh, under um, underarm uh, swellings, pelvic pains, um, and. Um, Actually, even blurry vision, hemorrhoids, uh, cholera, uh, stroke, um, um, fainting. Um, I mean, somebody just pile on everything for this point. Uh, skin problems, uh, eczema, um, uh, dermatitis, uh, psoriasis, 
uh, even nosebleed epic stacks. Uh, so it's just, you know, it runs the gamut. It runs the gamut. Um, I don't even know. I mean, you can literally just throw this point um, to almost every treatment when you treat it back for anything else. Uh, I think um, the indication is so big on what it can be used for. Uh, it's pretty amazing. Um, as point combination goes, we can combine this point with bladder 23 for treatment of lumbago and sciatica. Combine well, bladder 40, combined with large intestine 11 uh, to treat to uh, cool blood, relieve toxin, disperse wind, clear heat for eczema. Uh, we can combine with gallbladder 34 to actually um, strengthen the tendons and uh, very good for lower extremity um, atrophy and numbness and tingling. Uh, we can combine um, bladder 40 with gall, uh, gumming vessel 14, um, large intestine 11, and stomach 36 to treat all kinds of skin problems. We can combine with uh, lung 5 and stomach 36 to treat acute vomiting and diarrhea. Um, we can combine with gallbladder 34, bladder 23, um, and yang ning quan, um, which is gallbladder 34. Yeah, I did say that. For back pain and lower extremity numbness. So, quite a bit. Do you have anything to add? Not in terms of indications, you were very thorough there. If I would to mention in terms of its needling, first of all, the precautionary measures, it's uh, important to keep in mind that uh, directly deep to the point, as you mentioned by bladder 39 in the popliteal fossa, that there is a, a, an important and large artery, the popliteal artery, and, and a, a, a vein in the area. So, be cautious about deep needling to avoid risk of bleeding if it's not intended, of course, and uh, avoid a hematoma. The other thing is the tibial branch of the sciatic nerve uh, travels directly through this popliteal fossa, very often directly underneath the point, which can be uh, used uh, for one of the manipulations of the needle to try to affect it, but in many cases one wants to avoid a, a very strong penetration to the nerve itself. So caution, uh, because of the anatomy in that area, the popliteal artery and vein and the tibial nerve. Now, in terms of the needling, I would like to suggest that I mostly needle it perpendicularly with a depth of 1 to 1.5. So, and again, I'm looking at the size of the knee and the structure and recognizing how deep I can go. So, it's not always 1.5. So, um, I will on occasion needle it uh, to that depth with the intention of getting a slight tingling sensation in the pathway along the tibial nerve down, in fact, to the bottom of the foot if possible. But that's not a very common effect I'll do. I use it only in certain cases, especially involving extreme pain and or stubborn cases of sciatica. Um, the other point, again, to repeat is this point can be bled, and especially in that case, I'm looking for the visual uh, – I'm looking for a superficial vein, a visual vein in the area of bladder 40. Wonderful. And you can max out this point, but uh, I would want to say you can – you know, you, 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 this is a major bleeding point, right? We know that, right? Yes. So, um, and also my teacher taught me not to needle this so deeply because a lot of the nerves 
are based on a very superficial area. So all you have to do is use no more than one twin needle. Uh, that's what I was taught. So rarely I use 1.5 twin. I've seen people do 1.5 twin, but normally I just do uh, one twin needle. Um, what do you think, Jim? Uh, I think there's differences in anatomy between patients, and sometimes if you want to come close to the nerve, again, underlining that that's not always a main strategy, but sometimes you have to penetrate deeper. Also, depends on if you're needling the with the leg straight or with it slightly bent. Okay? So... That's what that's I think. true. I yeah, that's true. I think when you are when I'm bleeding, I like a straight, and when I'm just needling, I like a little bend, mm-hmm. um, just because you get exposed more when you're bleeding. Now, if we look at the classics, oh my god! I mean, we can spend here the whole night going through the classics. I think I'm we, not going to do we that. We better not do that. No, we better not. We better. But I'll just uh, uh, mention a few really quickly. One thing Neijin needs to talk about, this is a, a very important point for almost any kind of bladder conditions. And Zhen Jiu Jia talk about how this is very good for any kind of fever, malaria, headache, uh, fever and chill type of problems, etc. And Zhen Jiu Da Chen talk about how this is very good for stroke, uh, very good for um, actually interesting for loss of eyebrows. Beiji Chen Jin Yaofang talk about how this is very good for back pain and thigh pains and leg pains. Um, and uh, Tong and Su Xie also talk about for it as well. Nei Jin Tui talk about how this point can be used for all of the things that I talk about, but on top of it, you can also use for bleeding condition that you cannot stop. Uh, so um, this is some of the classics and research. Oh my God, we can just go on and on. Uh, but a lot of research is all focused on temperature, reduction of fever, uh, the research, and it's very effective. Uh, bladder issue, it can actually change the internal pressure of the bladder. It can relax the bladder or help to contract the bla- uh, bladder better. Um, it can be used to treat any kind of uh, pelvic inflammatory diseases, um, used for peritonitis conditions. Uh, lumbago back pain, sciatica, acute back strains. Um, also interesting, shingles. It's used, it can be used for shingles. Interesting. It can also be um, used for psoriasis and the nosebleed. And, uh, um, and interesting also for hypertension. Uh, so, I mean, there's just research is on and on and on. I, I don't think we, we have enough time to go through every single one of them. Uh, so I'm going to stop here uh, on the research and see if we got anything else to add to this well, point. I just, and, yes. Go ahead. I just wanted to come back to my question, maybe even simplifying it more. Are there conditions where you would needle both bladder 39 as the lower Hasi point for the Sanjiao and bladder 40 as the lower Hasi point for the bladder? Just a part of Yeah, I, I think one is, as we discussed earlier, one is the lower Hasi point for the bladder. One is the lower Hersey point for the Sanjiao. So Wei Yang and Wei Zhong, there are diff- there are definitely differences between them two. But there are also, I would say, there's a lot of commonality between these two points. You can definitely use these two points for all the all the condition we talk about, bladder issue, Sanjiao issue. But I would say that since it's a lower Hersey of a Sanjiao Wei Yang point, it's really used a lot for any kind of water retention issues that is not just pertaining 
uh, to the lower jaw or bladder, gallbladder issue. If you have um, emphysema in the lung, okay, if you have swelling in the heart, I think that I would choose Wei Yang Point over Wei Zhong Point. Now, if you are, I mean, that's just my concept on it. And if you are really looking at like a really strong point for the bladder, uh, I would go for uh, urinary bladder 40 uh, weight zone point. Um, So that's my take on it. What's your take on it? Oh, I think that's very good. I, I just was wanted to add, it's, it's a little different statement. If I was going to treat a condition of fluid pathology leading to accumulation like edema, I might consider bladder 39 and bladder 40, and perhaps even spleen 9 and stomach 36. Many of the points in that area uh, can also be used for fluid accumulation. So, again, mm. yes. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Beauty for before age. Beauty before age. Well, God, I don't want to take the beauty from you, Jim. Uh, but if you look at it, if you think about it, Wei Zong, I mean, bladder uh, 40, it's a bleeder point. It's a bleeding point, and Wei Yang is not. That's correct. So in, in, so in some ways, that for purging and for really strong heat issues, we would take Wei Zong any day of the week. And uh, so I just want to kind of point that out that's very good very good well i I think you know now you know after we've gone through this point now we're going to get bored going to bladder 41 but we have to we have have to to. yes we have to carry on young man all right let's move forward bladder 41 now we are like climbing up the social ladder we're going back up to, uh, you know, right around our thoracic spine area. Fu Fen, uh, bladder 41, now is on the second line of the bladder channel and uh, just right right below the shoulder top area. Basically, Fu means, um, you know, Fu means to, to attach to. Fen means to divide. Uh, it basically means, Fu Fen means, means that this is the first point where the bladder channel start to divide into two nines on the back. And this is the first point of the second nine. And that's the name of this point. Fu Fun means division, division. So that's the name of, that's what this name is all about. And this came from Zhen Jiu Jiai Jin and talk about how this point is, uh, you know, on the thoracic spine, right, right in the same level of, I think it says T2 um, in this area. That's but uh, I'll, leave, I'll leave that to you. So, Jim, how would you um, locate this point besides a T2 situation? I mean, you know, it's near the scapula, but uh, maybe we're not close to it yet. What, how do you locate it? Well, I'm using that lower border of the spinous process of the second thoracic vertebra as the first landmark. And, of course, this point would be lateral to that. And then I'm using the lateral border of the rectus spinae muscles as my three tsun unit from the midline. So that the point is uh, uh, just or on the lateral border of the rectus spinae muscles, which puts it, of course, with the uh, 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 medial to, it puts it medial to the border of the scapula. So did I confuse with that? Should I try again? No, no, I'm okay. totally confused already, but uh, you can keep trying, but I don't know if it's no. going to do, do me any good. Okay, but, good. But I appreciate it. Actually, you know, I think in the old days, we used to, as an acupuncture student, we just use a marker and just draw the DARM 9, mm-hmm. uh, take, the, uh, take the ruler and just draw it. 
that actually was very helpful. But of course, you know, when you're seeing patients, I don't think you want to do no. that. Um, so let's go to the uh, uh, the actions. Uh, this point, um, it's interesting enough. It's a meeting point uh, of the small intestine channel as well as the uh, uh, bladder urinary channel, bladder channel. It has the action of soothing the tendons, uh, activating collateral, disperse wind, gets rid of pathogens. So very good in clearing heat, disperse wind for any kind of local staff, uh, stiffness and spasm issues. Um, so Jim, how would you use this point? Uh, mainly for two uh, indications. One is the local action, upper back pain, uh, pain around the scapula area. Very specific. I'm needling it in a medial direction for the rhomboid muscles, uh, upper rhomboid, and uh, laterally to get at the uh, posterior superior. Um, uh, uh, well, we'll just say because I'm going after a few muscles, muscles. Uh, under the scapula and under the uh, superior aspect of the scapula. And that's the one indication. Second would be uh, uh, for treating the lung, treating and relieving symptoms like dyspnea, asthma, because, of course, we're over the lung at this area. And I would agree with you in some of the texts talk about how this point is used commonly for pneumonia as well as common cold, pneumonia and common cold. Um, so in point combination, you can combine with gallbladder 20, uh, small intestine 3 to use for stiff neck and uh, um, uh, occipital uh, headache. Uh, we can also combine with uh, uh, governing vessel 14 as well as large intestine 15 to treat just localized stiffness and spasms in that area. We can combine with, uh, again, governing vessel 14 and face through bladder 13 to treat asthma. Um, we can combine with gallbladder 20 and uh, uh, governing vessel 14 to treat, again, stiff neck and the neck base. And for arthritis, we can also combine with longitestin 15, uh, longitestin 11 to treat elbow joint palm and the shoulder joint palms. Uh, how would you needle this point? Generally speaking, obliquely, and I'm keeping it superficially, but to getting into the muscles that I mentioned before, 0.3 to 0.8 zone. That 0.8 zone on an oblique angle is not deep, of course. I do want to mention that one shouldn't uh, or should avoid uh, anteriorly directing the needle or needling perpendicularly at that point because of the the risk of uh, puncturing deeply in this direction and injuring the lung and causing a risking a pneumothorax understood understood and do you always always needle slanted um do you always needle slanted toward the spine or no do you... no again if i'm for some cases i'll needle it actually uh laterally so that the needle tip goes underneath or at least in the direction of anterior to the scapula mm-hmm Okay, so okay. I'll do that sometimes when the outer border of the rhomboid muscle is tight, and uh, I'll direct that needle in that direction. Not penetrating deeply under the scapula, but just going into the area of the attachment of those muscles. So for the, for, for the lung, I'm needling it immediately towards the spine, and for muscular purposes, I'll needle it often laterally. Yeah, I would say bladder 41 is very um, commonly used, just similar to some of those bladder points on the first nine. 
uh, threefold localized stiffness, spasms, pains of the base of the neck, uh, the shoulder top, the scapular points, spa- scapular spasms, also for cold, for lung issues. I would say that this is basically what uh, a lot of the classics talk about. For example, Beiji Qian Jin Yahuan talk about this is really for the back pains that refers to the head. Um, and Tonan Su Xie talk about how this is very good for shoulder and back stiffness and cold pathogen attacks and where you cannot turn your neck at all and look, look backward. And also very good for elbow pains too. Um, Zhen Jiu Dazhen actually goes straight and talk about how this point actually can be used for elbow pain. Wow, interesting. This is so far away from the elbow. It's used for elbow pain. And it's also for shoulder pain and uh, also for stiff neck. So, um, Jim, anything else to add? No, no. Let's go to bladder 42. I think uh, we just went through our quarter. We are supposed to end at this oh, point. Oh. But it's okay. We'll come back next time. Okay. Uh, our time's up tonight, and uh, we'll come back next time uh, to get into Bladder 42. I know that you're just getting just excited. You're just getting warm up. So we'll leave some of these points for you next time, Jim. Okay. Thank you so much for spending time with me, Jim. And thank you for all of you who listens in and uh, really appreciate your support. And, uh, um, and we look forward to spending time with you next time. Thank you, Dr. Gao. Thank you for joining us in our discussion of these acupuncture points. And we look forward to visiting with you again in our next episode. In the meantime, we wish you wellness and health.